Hey everyone, welcome to the Living Encouraged podcast. I am your host, Eileen Bocanegra, and I am so thrilled to have you here with me today. I mean, seriously, today has been one of those days where I just want to go, you know, where you just exhale with that sigh of relief, that exhale that says it is finished, it's done, that exhale that is that relief from all the anxieties and fears and what ifs and what nots, you know, all that stuff that's been holding you back. That's right. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about cutting the cord to fear. That's right. We're going to cut the cord right now. Get the scissors out. I wish I wish I had like a visual with y'all today, but uh, I don't. <laughs> so seriously, I want to talk to y'all on that topic and I wish I had a visual to show you like, I wish I had these big old gold scissors right here in front of you and, and just show you what it looks like to cut the cord of fear. And that's what we are going to be talking about. I want to share with you a little something that happened, like literally this week. So this is how, uh, how, uh, and, and I'm looking for my words, right? I'm like really struggling for my words here, but this is how my week went. I was, I had a lot of reservations about something that I had been working on for months. I'm not kidding, months now. And I'm usually that person that's telling you to just go for it. Just do it, right? I'm that person that's always chanting and cheering. I'm like your personal cheerleader, right? The cheerleader on the radio. Well, I'm here to tell you that I had a little bout with those what ifs, those fears, those, those, I don't know. It was like an uncertainty that was kind of holding me back. And I was really starting to question myself. Crazy, right? But today, today is the day where I breathe that sigh of relief, that exhale, where I just let it all go. Because why? I took the plunge and I went for it. I I just boldly went for it with all the unknowns, all the variables that are out there that can always lead me into the wrong direction or maybe not pan out the way I hope. This time, I just said, I'm going to do it. I had been working on a new brand of shirts. I had been working on, and, and I have a really beautiful girlfriend that is so creative and talented. And Sonia and I have been going back and forth trying to create the perfect design with the perfect colors because it's crazy, right? You have to have everything just right, aesthetically right, right? If you want people to really pay attention. On top of that, I started working on a line of jewelry that I just kind of stumbled upon. Not something that I had planned on. It just happened one day. And I'm about to share with you what happened when I took the plunge. So join me on today's podcast where we're going to talk about cutting the cord to fear. guys thank you for joining me here at living encouraged this is your host Eileen Bocanegra and I am just excited to be here with y'all today I wanted to share a cute little uh, a a cute little a quick little update with y'all if y'all have not visited uh, blossomflowers.com or livingencouraged.org I encourage you get out there subscribe today 
guess what? When you subscribe, you get our monthly newsletters, you get, you know, weekly devotions and updates, blog updates. You also get a copy of our digital magazine, She Is Brave. I'm so excited because through the She Is Brave magazine, we have touched many lives. We have reached lives globally and it's exciting to see you know the response that's coming in with with the topics that we've been discussing on there you know the, the stories that I've been sharing on there and it's just so exciting to see like the impact that is it's bringing into other people's lives I also want to share with you real quick that you can also check out our merchandise get ready to go shopping for real though you want to check out the She Is Brave, uh, the Brave, I should say, the Brave Collection. I keep saying She Is Brave, but it's actually the Brave Collection. And uh, check it out. Check out our merchandise. We've got some pretty cool things in there. And uh, we also have our new Babe t-shirts. So if you're a Bible-waving, Jesus-loving kind of girl, check out the t-shirts. You get it in yellow and in also a... a uh, I'm trying to remember, do we call it rose or something like that? But it's kind of like a pinkish color, so it's pretty cool. You'll love it. It's so cute, so chic. Uh, you definitely want to get yours today. All right, so we're talking about cutting the cord to fear. That's right. Like literally just separating ourselves from the fears that have been holding us back. I mean, it happens. It happens to everybody, even for the holiest, rolliest people out there. It happens to them. Every now and then we may feel discouraged. Every now and then you may feel, you know, a little bit uneasy, maybe a little anxious or some fear starts to set in about something that's going on in your life, right? Especially when there's so much uncertainty around there, right? In the scripture, Isaiah 41.10 God says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Yet, come on, what happens? We set out to do something. We have this grand vision, right, of what we want for our future, but yet, we're afraid to take the plunge. We're afraid to do something about it. We're afraid to make the changes that are required in order for us to reach our goals, to achieve our visions, right? Then we sit there crying to God, God, help me, help me, help me make this happen. And God's sitting there looking down at us and he say, help me, help me make this happen for you. I need you to take a step. I need you to take the plunge already. I can't help you if you don't do your part. I'm not going to knock you over. I need you to get up and do your part and take that first step. Now, for the last few months, I had been sitting here just messing around, I call it, you know, making jewelry. And it all started because I was doing, like, a couple months ago, I was doing this giveaway and I wanted to put a piece of jewelry in the giveaway. And I said, okay, well, you know what? I had made myself some bracelets before. And I said, I'm going to go make a bracelet. I want it to be like this, this, and this. And I was telling, 
you know, everybody about it, what I wanted to do, how I wanted this package to go out. And it was the cutest She Is Brave giveaway that had so many wonderful goodies in there. Uh, my friends had collaborated with me. Sonia was working with me on the shirts to make sure that the, the Brave t-shirt was in there along with the Brave hat. We had worked on the design. And, and to some, it may look like it's just a simple shirt, but that shirt took time. <laughs> it took time to decide on a font. Um, the other thing is, is I had my friend with the candles and, you know, she and I got together and with Agape candles and we got together and, you know, she contributed some items from her collection of, of her candles and her body scrubs. And we included that in the package. Right. And I kept thinking, no, but I want something else in there. I want a piece of jewelry. And I was just so adamant about this. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make a piece of jewelry. Well, let me tell you what happened. I went to the store to go buy supplies to make a jewelry, right? To make a bracelet, a bracelet. I walked out of the store with a whole bunch of material, right? And before I knew it, I had made like 20 something bracelets in one weekend. Like it was crazy. Um, You know, that whole weekend I was just working day and night. You would have thought that I had a clientele base for these products, but I was just creating design after design, design, and, and I was just going on and on. And I was just like, wow, this is, I really like this. You know, I'm going to make me jewelry for me. But then it, it got to a point that I made so many varieties that it was like, wait a minute. I must be doing this for another reason, another purpose. So I started showing my sister and I started showing friends and my daughter-in-law and, you know, just showing the kids what I was doing and and then it became a thing. It's like, you know, wow, this is pretty cool. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to sell these because uh, there's no way I'm going to wear, wear all this jewelry, right? I think I'm going to sell these. And then it kind of just led from one thing to another to another that before I knew it, I had taken hundreds of pictures just to create the right look. Aesthetically, I've learned something, okay? If you are selling on social media, if you are creating websites for your products if you are promoting your products looks are everything i've learned that how you how you put things together is everything i kid you not at one point i had created t-shirt right and i had uploaded the picture and it was like crickets and i know some of my friends that hear this when they hear me say crickets they're gonna laugh because that's my word crickets But the moment that I changed the whole scheme of how the design looked and I created this this beautiful display, right? Aesthetically, everything looked great. It was beautiful. It was more chic and modern and more hip. It was what was in, right? It was comparable to other sites. And that's what I had to do. I did research to see, okay, what am I doing wrong? I'm not really good at marketing. What am I doing wrong? Well, what I've learned is that when you open up magazines and they post images of products that they're promoting, how do they do it? They create a layout, a layout that catches your eye, a layout that, that draws your attention to it, a layout that has everything in there that's within the season or within that style. And I learned that I needed to do something like that, right? So after hundreds and hundreds of pictures, and creating layout upon layout upon layout, I finally, you know, took the plunge and I said, okay, I'm going to create my marketing material. 
I had held on to pictures and I had held on to all this stuff that was collecting on my desk. I kid you not, I looked like a jeweler. You would think that if you walked into my office that I, I had some sort of shop somewhere. And, and I don't, right? I'm a writer. <laughs> I'm a life strategist. And somehow I became, a, I, I started creating merchandise to add to my blog. You know, I wanted to expand the visions that I had. I, I wanted to expand. And I knew that God had given me this ability, this creative talent to create this jewelry, right? For a reason. But God was waiting on me to take the plunge. You know, my husband would ask, did you sell anything today? And I would just laugh. And I'm like, no. And he would say, well, why not? I'm like, because nobody knows that I'm selling the stuff. And then my sister would call. She's like, hey, I haven't seen you post anything. I know. That's how the conversation was. I know. She said, well, how do you expect to sell anything? It's okay. I'm, I'm not ready yet. And I just kept making excuse after excuse. And I was just delaying the process. Meanwhile, I was having those conversations with God, asking God, what was I doing wrong? <laughs> Seriously, like I was asking God, what am I doing wrong here? I don't understand. Nothing seems to be panning out for me. I don't get it. You know, have you ever had that conversation with God in the past or, or even right? Maybe you were having it just a little bit ago. And you're having that conversation with God. You're saying, God, I don't understand. What am I doing wrong here? Like, I don't get it. I did this and I did that. And I did everything you asked me to do, but what am I doing wrong? And God's probably just chuckling, chuckling away, saying, well, you did one part, but you didn't do the rest. Let me give you a prime example. And this, be ready, because I'm about to knock your socks off. Yeah, those crazy socks you're wearing, they're about to come off, girlfriend. Let me tell you. So, imagine you go and you buy a cake mix, right? And, you know, we're not all... Martha Stewart's right. Some of us are Betty Crockers and we need the box, right? We want the box. Uh, it's so much easier, so much quicker, right? So we go to the store, we buy a box of cake mix. We read the ingredients and it says you need three eggs. So you go to the egg department and you get eggs, right? It says you need oil. So you go to the aisle where the oil and the baking goods are and you buy oil. And then you see, okay, well, it needs water. Okay, I got that at home, right? And you, you know at home you have everything else, all the other elements that you need. You got your baking pan. You got, you know, what you need to line the pan with, right? Or maybe you're just going to coat it with some shortening and then add, dust a little flour on there, right? You already have those things. So you buy everything, you get home, you, you make sure you have the right frosting, or maybe you don't want to use frosting. Maybe you decided, I'm going to put Cool Whip on top of it with some fresh fruit, right? Mm, doesn't that sound good already? I'm, I'm saying it sounds good. So you do all this and you bring it home, right? Okay, so now you're at home, you're in the kitchen, and you take out your mixing bowl. Stay with me. Stay with me. It's about to get good. You bring out your mixing bowl. You, you start to add the ingredients into your bowl. You pull out your mixer and you start mixing it, right? You put your cake pan there and you prep your cake pan. You put your shortening on it and you coat it with some flour and you dust it off, right? To allow there to be a coating on there so the cake doesn't stick. 
If you didn't know this, I just gave you a great tip. <laughs> so now you pour the cake mix into the cake pan that's ready to go into the oven, right? Okay. So you stop what you're doing, you walk away from the kitchen, and you leave. 45 minutes later, you're wondering, why don't I smell cake? Why haven't I smelled the cake yet? The cake should 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 have been done by now. Why didn't the timer on the oven go off? Should have been done by now, right? So you're sitting there puzzled by the fact that your cake is not giving this sweet, succulent aroma throughout your kitchen and your house. You're wondering, what's going on? What did I do wrong? Why I did everything, I bought all the ingredients. Are you with me? Are you with me? Come on, I bought all the ingredients, I mixed it all up, I followed the directions to the tea, I prepped my cake pan, I put the, the mix in the cake pan and, huh, I forgot to put it in the oven. I missed the most important, crucial step. The final step to making a cake is putting it in the oven so that it bakes. So imagine you do the work, right? You write a book. Let me just give you something that I'm pretty familiar with. You write a book, right? You went through all the, t the years or months to create this wonderful collection of what was on your heart, right? And you wrote this book, you printed it out, you edited this book, you did everything that needed to be done with this book, but you never sent to, to have it published. You didn't even attempt to self-publish it yourself. You didn't reach out to any publishing companies, any, any, um, any agents, right? No literary agent has received a letter from you. Nothing. The book sits there. No one has read the book. The book was printed, edited, proofed, everything, rewritten, everything, and tucked away in a drawer. And you wonder why your book is not published today. That's what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Do you know what holds us back from that publishing process? Do you know what holds us back sometimes? Sometimes it is, yeah, the, the fact that we may forget to put the cake in the oven, right? That's a simple one, right? But oftentimes the reason why we don't do something is because we're afraid. We're afraid and we have this cord connected to us, right? Fear is connected to us almost like an umbilical cord, right? And we're feeding it. We're feeding fear. We're feeding fear with all the doubt, with all the insecurity, and we're feeding fear instead of cutting the cord and saying enough's enough. I need to do things. I need to let go of, of these insecurities. I need to let go of these fears. I just need to let go and I need to move forward. I need to take that step already. You see in scripture, Isaiah 41, 10, God is telling us, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you. You see, one of the, 
the, the, the biggest things that we can do in our lives is to disregard what God tells us right here and stop believing that God is so powerful and stop believing that he is not able to help us, that he is not with us. When we feel like all the cards are stacked against us, we feel like nothing in our lives is going right, right? We feel like we're never going to get out of that financial debt, but yet we're still charging that credit card, right? It's almost like we're afraid for change. We're afraid to, to let go of what we're so used to, but then we're sitting there crying and complaining to God as to why our lives have not changed. In order for us to have change in our lives, God's waiting for us to do it. We can sit there and we can pray to God all we want and pour our hearts out to God. But if we don't take part in doing what we're supposed to do, what God's asking us to do, how do we expect God to just step in and, and fix everything in our lives? How do we expect him to do that for us if we're not doing our part? You know, I think about how many entrepreneurs out there that had gotten started on something, but for some reason or another, fear held them back for so long. But it was until they broke themselves free of that fear that they were able to find the success in their careers. So what if you don't have that degree? So what if you don't have a, a specific kind of education? I don't have an education in radio. I don't have an education in, uh, in writing. I don't have an education of, of any kind in publishing or marketing. I don't have an education in that. It's all self-taught. I didn't even have an, a, a, a culinary education to be able to cook some of the foods that I cook and to be able to have opened a restaurant many, many moons ago. Or to have been able to craft these beautiful wedding cakes and, and cakes that I ended up doing for years. I didn't, I didn't get an education. I, I went to, to Google University. I went to YouTube University. Come on. How many of you have gone to YouTube University and you've learned something and you took what you learned and you applied it in your life and you did something? That's what I'm talking about. It's about, about stepping out of our comfort zone and trusting God and cutting the cord from fear, cutting the cord from fear and say, you know what? No more. That's enough. I'm not going to let fear dictate what my future is going to look like. I sure am not going to let fear tell me what I can and can't do. Right? Only God tells us what we can and can't do. And even then, we still choose to do the things God's telling us we can't do it. We still do it anyway. Right? We don't listen to God when he's telling us what we can and can't do. But we're going to listen to fear when fear tells us what we can and can't do. Come on now. Come on now. Fear. Fear is what creates anxiety. Fear creates worry. Fear, it's what keeps us awake at night. I've talked to so many people, so many people that have reached out to me because they have trouble sleeping at night. And after much conversation, I come to learn that most of the time it's because they're lying in bed thinking about stuff. Their mind is just churning. They can't shut it down. What is that? Anxiety. Anxiety at its best. Anxiety is what attacks your mind. 
Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer to petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. That anxiety, present it to God and say, God, this is what's been keeping me up at night. I'm going to lift up my hands and I'm going to reach up to the skies, God. I'm going to reach up and surrender and I'm going to give it to you, God. I don't want this anxiety anymore. I don't want to be kept up at night anymore. I want to rest. I want to, I want to be at peace. In John 14, 27, it says, peace is what I leave with you. It is my own peace that I give you. I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Jesus died so that we could have peace, right? God gave you a vision so that you could fulfill it, so that you could fulfill it. God is not passing around visions and just fulfilling them for people left and right. People have to do their part. It's the truth. I wish it was that easy. I wish it was that easy that I could just drum up an idea for a book and, and the book just automatically gets written. Oh, that would be so easy, right? I wish that I could just drum up the idea of a book, publish it, and it would just sell effortlessly. I wish it was that easy. But remember, in order for us to achieve the goals that we have in life, we have to do our part. We have to cut the cord to fear. And stop allowing fear to dictate what we can and can't do and take ownership of what we can do. We, we have control over that. We choose to wake up every day and decide, am I going to let fear tell me what I can't do today? Or am I going to stand up to fear and show fear what I can do today? So I leave you with this. Cutting the cord to fear. Cutting the cord to fear is cutting your anxiety. Just, just look at this, look at yourself. And again, I wish I had a visual. I wish I had a visual right here. Big old gold scissors in my hand, right? I just, rem- just imagine fear in front of you. And there's like a cord connecting you to fear. And on that cord are little tags that are hanging that say anxiety, worry, depression, insecurity, fear of failure. Right? Financial ruin. All these, all these negative thoughts are, are hanging on that cord. And imagine you take this, this big pair of scissors and you just cut the cord. And, and all those little tabs that are hanging off of the cord, they fall onto fear. But you are literally free and clear from that. That's what I want for you today. That's what I want for you today. I want you to cut the cord to fear and just go for it. So remember I was telling you about the jewelry that I was making, right? So I finally, I finally created the marketing for it and, um, I was kind of nervous about it and it was like fear was telling me that this was going to be a waste of time. Nobody was going to care. It wasn't going to, you know, all my hard work was going to be a total fail, right? Because that's what the enemy wants me to believe that I am a total failure and I know I am not. So. I said, fear, I don't think so. I'm going to do this anyway, right? Sing or swim, I'm going in, right? So I do this, I get everything set up, I post it on social media, and I just start blowing up. I mean, 
I'm not lying. Like it was just blowing up. The 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 shares that I got, the the comments that I got, the text messages that I was getting, the support that came in. Not to mention like it was almost like people were like, "Yes, this is what I've been waiting for." Yes, you know, this is great. All I did was change the way I was doing things before. I I saw that the way I did it the first time didn't work. Second time still wasn't working. So I just I had to come up with a new concept, something different to add to what I was already doing. Right? And, and in doing that, I saw the success, the turnaround that came from that. Imagine had I let fear take control of me. Imagine had I let fear keep telling me that this was going to be a waste of time. Just don't do it. That's what it looks like when we cut the cord to fear. So remember, 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. What does that mean? When, when the spirit of fear is gone, when the spirit of fear is no longer dwelling in our mind, when the spirit of fear is no longer controlling our thoughts and our emotions, guess what? We feel powerful. We can stand with our shoulders back and our heads up. We can stand with this bold confidence and we can stand knowing that everything's under control. God's got our back. We've got literally this peace in our hearts and a peace in our mind that when we go to bed, we literally go to bed and go to sleep. That's what I want for y'all. I love you guys. And remember, cutting the cord to fear. That's what you got to do. Cut the cord to fear and just go for it. I love you guys and I wish y'all all God's best. Bye. Hey, you guys, I want to thank you for joining me here today at Living Encouraged. I'm so happy that you could be here today. You know what I love about Living Encouraged is that it's just that. Living in courage is about living life in courage and pushing away all the fears and discouragement that attempt to try to take control of our lives and keep us from living a fulfilled life through Christ. I'm so happy that today we were talking about cutting the cord to fear. How many of us have allowed fear to take control over our lives? I want to read you another scripture that, you know, it's just a reminder It's just a reminder of how great our God is, how great our God is, that he is here to save us and help us. Isaiah 43, 1 says, but now this is what the Lord says, fear not for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Remember, God called you by name. And when he called you by name, He already had a plan for you, even before you were created. He called you by name, even before you took your first breath. God already knew who you were going to be. God had already created a destiny for you, a purpose for your life. Let's not allow fear to hold us back from what God's already ordained for your life. Step into your position. Step into the season that God has prepared you for. Take that opportunity that's been presented to you. Take it with the boldness and confidence of knowing that God's already redeemed you and God's about to propel you to the next level. I love you guys and I pray God's ultimate best over you. Bye.